We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. (laughs) Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes, no joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. I've never peed on anyone like that before. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk Riddle 7 1 and live streaming all over the galaxy at my Talk Riddle 71.com. Alexis has the week off, and joining me every single day, the best executive producer a girl can have. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome 
Don McLean. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Don. And good morning to Kenny, who we forced to be here. Yeah. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning. I want to be here. <laughs> okay, yes, he good. does. All right. And good morning to all of you on this Monday, May 24th, 2021. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the end of May. Welcome to Asparagus Day. Welcome to Brothers Day. Welcome to International Tiara Day. Welcome to Scavenger Hunt Day. Welcome to National Escargot Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Don McLean, how was your tea this morning? Oh, my tea just did one of those great gymnastics moves that oh, Simone yeah. Biles did. Uh, mm. My tea just did a Yurchenko double pike. Um, which is a, a round off onto the springboard, a backhand spring onto the vault, and a double pike flip. Oh so my that goodness. is my That's tea this morning. Jason or Kenny? Kenny. Let's do you uh, first. How's your Mine coffee? is uh, hot, wet, and lip smackingly delicious. Oh. Mine Jason. is the hokey pokey. You put one foot in, you put one foot out. You put one foot in and you shake it all about. about. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, this is good today. Oh, let me take one more sip. You're doing the iced coffee. I'm doing the iced coffee today. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot yesterday. It's beautiful, though. It's hot. It's just kind of steamy. Yeah. Our our air conditioner, uh, we, Colin hooked up a um, a dehumidifier, and I don't think it's quite big enough because that little r2d that cannot keep up and it amazes me i get science i believe in science i paid attention most days in science class not really but just the fact that we can suck that much moisture out of the uh air and then it collects in that bin i feel like a kid It, it amazes me every time i empty that container and we've been emptying emptying it a lot i'm just like oh my goodness that has a lot of moisture in there. Sorry, just a random observation <laughs> for a Monday morning that I find science remarkable. But anyway, um, Alexis is off uh, this week. I hope she's enjoying. Oh, no, she's not enjoying herself. She is doing what manual. Is she doing again? She's doing but she's doing manual labor right about now. She's helping her parents, I believe, move or something. So as we speak, she's probably packing boxes and uh, helping somebody move, helping her family move, which there really isn't a worse thing that you can volunteer oh, for God, with somebody no, else. No. Never volunteer to help somebody move. Never. All of you in your 20s, you're going to be asked a lot. Just say no. Just say <laughs> so no. something to do. Yeah. Find whatever reason you can to say no, because it's horrible. It's called AAA movers. But that yeah, is some so say, true. A, uh, the, the first sign of adulthood is when you uh, actually pay somebody to move you. It's so worth it. <laughs> that, that Don't is, ask a friend. Yes, Kenny, that is true. Because look, yeah. it is. It, yeah. it can be a little pricey, but oh my goodness, it really is horrible. There, it's just one of the most stressful things. I don't like packing. Mm. Uh, I hate it. I, I, I said it at the time, and I'll say it again, and, and I will acknowledge that I'm lucky to be able to do this. But the best money, as far as a big chunk of money that I have spent within the last, I don't know, six years, 
was we had no intention of moving mm-hmm. uh, this last move. None. Like, I didn't want to move. And we stumbled upon this great opportunity. And, you know, Colin looked at me like, sure would like to move into this place. And I said, okay, fine. And I said, but here's the deal. If we do, we are hiring uh, a packer because I do oh, not want to pack. So we great. do not. And I hired this this woman. Uh, I for, I can't remember her name. But my goodness, it was, I walked in for three days. It took her three days, her and her assistant, three days. And every time I came home and they were packing, I I had the biggest smile on my face because it took all of the stress of the move away. It was the best money I've ever spent. Um, Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. I had it Plus when you're... When you're packing, you, you sit and look at your junk and you go, yep. should I throw this? Should I keep this? Exactly. Oh, remember when this and, you know, and it takes forever. <laughs> you need a non-interested party to yeah. do it all. It's all yep. crap to them. They don't yep. care what it is. Nope. Dump it in a box. Seal it up. Here we go. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Uh, I had whenever I moved here and I was negotiating my stuff. Yeah. I said to Dan Seaman, how about some moving costs? And they go, oh, okay, um, sure. And then they they gave it to me, and I was like, oh, that was, a girl. yeah. And I oh. used every bit of that. Now they also Man, had a, a caveat saying, if you leave the station before a year, you have to pay us this money back. So oh oh yeah. I took a lesson from you, Don. I remember when you were moving in with MC, and you had some deal with hangers, where you wrap the hangers oh, up yes. and bundle them and put them in the boxes. With me, I left all my clothes on the hangers, oh. and I just folded the clothes over and threw them in a box. That's kind so of a good idea. I was moving yeah. myself to storage, though, so I wanted to take all my clothes and like vacuum seal them into those things. Oh, yeah, Spor- That's a lot of storage work. things. Uh, speaking of storage, I, I, I'm reading on the sheet here, mm-hmm. and we usually play this game with uh, with Alexis. Yeah, but you are a worthy uh, replacement. It's time to play. Why the hell is this on the sheet? <laughs> Dawn has written, found hairpiece in storage. Dawn? Okay, so I told MC once I got that uh, information on Friday from you that uh, this great gift that I get to go to the RuPaul's Drag Race outdoor show at Roseville that's happening this Wednesday... Mm-hmm. I think it's Voss events. You can v- get Vox. Your- I think Vox? it's Vox. Yeah. Vox? Okay. Um, I was like, I told MC, I'm like, I have to go find my wig. And he's like, your wig? And I'm like, it's like a wiglet. It's like a hairpiece thing. And wiglet. I've got to get my <laughs> shoes out of storage, all of my high heels, and try to figure out how I'm going to coordinate an outfit along with what my choices are that I can get to in my storage unit. So, you know, whenever you have a storage unit, which this is the first t- time in my life I've ever had one, you imagine that there is going to be a path. Yes. In between. On the right-hand side will be all of your boxes that you will be able to access. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. and I label them like crazy, like tripods, you know, like uh, hair pieces. I mean, it's all costumes, cowboy. Like, I label everything (laughs) just very precisely for this specific reason. I don't just put kitchen. You know what I mean? right. I like how you um, do it, right? But the, the AAA too. movers, they're great, but and they did the best job they could, but they stacked everything up in there because yeah. you don't realize how much stuff you have. Now it's like a nightmare. 
trying to find things. Um, so I was in my storage unit. There's a light timer whenever you come in. It's like a dial. And right. it's a light that you turn on, on and it puts dim light in the entire indoor units. Yeah. And yeah. to your click little string light that's in the unit. I'm halfway through up on top of my dresser, standing up there, getting into something, and the lights go off. And it is pitch black. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh how am I going to get down from here? I don't know oh, what. No. The, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know what I'm leaning against. Is this a lamp? Is this like my old, you know, bedspread? I don't know. So thank God I had my phone in my pocket. And then I realized that. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And turned it on. I know that sounds like not a very big tragedy, but it is scary. No. I mean, I've been in haunted houses, but when that light goes off and you're on top of oh. three pieces of furniture. Yes. <laughs> so. And you don't know which way to move. Yeah, or... I'm like, what? What am I going to put my hand on over here that You've isn't solid one of these, enough? Get one of these hillbilly headlamps that I wear. It's a band. It's on a band. It's <laughs> yeah. got a little lamp. I, I put that on at four in the morning, and sometimes I, I get home at night and it's still on. <laughs> oh my god! Go into yeah, town with one. that. I have one for camping. Kenny, yeah, Kenny yeah. looks like he's mining. <laughs> Kenny yeah. looks like he just got out of the mine as he's walking into the hardware store. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, did you find your wig I and your did. shoes? I did. I found everything? my wiglet. It's really it's a Jessica Simpson wig, and you pull up half of your hair. And then it clips in all around to make it look like you have long hair. It really looks pretty realistic to my natural hair color. So <laughs> we'll see what it looks I can't like. wait. I am so excited to see you on Wednesday. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. And you were right, Dawn. It's Voss events. Voss um, events. Okay. Yeah. And it's a drive and drag and uh, featuring some of the stars of RuPaul's Drag Race at Rosedale. Yeah. Uh, what are you? You or Colin has to film virtually every second of this, Jason. Oh, we we're are going to need footage of this. Okay. Oh, believe me. Yeah, yeah. we're we are absolutely. Kyle's coming with. We will film everything. I ain't doing yeah. nothing. It is the Dawn Show. This is all for yeah, Dawn. I want a Dawn I want, documentary. Need, you know what yeah. I want a documentary. I was thinking about this yesterday. To look professional, I might need a microphone because I, I don't have a portable. Dawn, like I'm an got, interviewer. Already. <laughs> Already, oh, I'm bringing my I'm bringing my equipment. I mean, you don't have to worry about anything. You just show up. I gotta you, worry about I'm outfit. doing. Yeah, I'm not asking anything. It's all you. I'm yeah. not. I I will be I will be filming it. What is this? The fifties. I will be recording it with Kyle. Oh, we have a mic. You. I have a mic for. I, we have a lav. I have all the equipment. That sounded so really perfect. So I look like a but, real yeah. interviewer. Yes. <laughs> Are you going? Yes. Are you going conservative? Or are you going revealing? Or are you going to be dangerous? Are you, are you talking yeah, about you, my questions or outfit? Your outfit. Re- revealing. Very revealing. Oh, I'm going to oh, get hot. some. I got to get something where it's just exploding boobs. You know what I mean? Exploding, I mean, these, are, yes. these are drag queens. So Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, oh. And then, uh, as far as my questions go, uh, 
you know, there are some restrictions on what um, I can ask. And Mm -hmm. so I had to sort of be safer because they have to be approved questions. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that on Thursday. Yeah, I'll just just have to... um, I'll just we'll have talk. to work some weird things in there because I mm-hmm. want it to be fun. Uh-huh. You know, I want to say if you mm-hmm. were not homosexual, mm-hmm. would I be your type? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have fun on Thursday with that. Good. That's what I'll say about that. Oh, good. Because I have no idea what's going on. Uh-huh. But. I, I have some thoughts on those restrictions and oh, i can't wait to good. tell you okay. on thursday okay. yes uh but right now we're gonna take a commercial uh when we come back hey uh, hey good looking what you got kicking when we return hey ladies want to go for a test drive um i knew it don jason's buying us a car so do you mind if i ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders guys i'm not gonna buy you a car we're gonna test drive a new smile Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. With you to the world. Cooking, dining, and cocktail segment. Hey, good looking what you got kicking. Right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off. Dawn, we will start with you, and we return once again to the DQ. What's going on with blizzards? Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, this is a dream come true for all of us who love to get blizzards. And, you know, you pull up and you're like, well, should I try something new or should I just get brownie batter like I always do? (laughs) Well, this is a contest that DQ is doing right now, and uh, it is called the DQ Sweetest Season Pass. Okay. 20 people will receive a season pass to all the blizzards that they could ever want uh, throughout the summer. It's worth five oh. grand. Um, and what? it's access to every flavor on the summer menu. It's basically a $5,000 gift card to Dairy Queen. Oh, <laughs> and you're going to be able to use the pass on other Dairy Queen items like chicken baskets or <laughs> bacon queso fries. <laughs> So if you want to win, today is the last day. I saw this article on Friday. Yes, but today is the last day to enter. You have to check out the Dairy Queen Twitter and Facebook pages. Um, You need to retweet the announcement and then put hashtag DQ Sweetest Season Pass and hashtag DQ Sweepstakes. Um, And then for Facebook, you can enter by commenting on the announcement post with your favorite summer blizzard flavor. With the same hashtags. 
this is so brilliant of them. It is. Because really, the cost of that, it's not $5,000. And the advertising. Thank you, Dawn. Yes. The thousands and all the retweets. Brilliant marketing. Hot sheets, cool treats. We treat you right. (laughs) So good. Oh. Oh, boy. I'm gonna. I don't know if I can enter. I think I, we can't. We don't work there. Why? Why? Of mm-hmm. course I can enter. I'm gonna. One enter. time I won um, the same equivalent, but with it was like an uh, once a week I could get a burger at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and I entered through another radio station or Did competition. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my uh, co-host and I. All you had to do is go stand in line and wait, yeah. and it was basically the first like. 50 people would get one so after our show we went over there and they're like oh hi and we're like thank you very much thanks i'll take <laughs> we one. will not be mentioning your name on the air but thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> they were pissed <laughs> oh good yeah um we've been hearing a lot about cicadas I guess uh, you know several what is it every 17 years yeah these these cicadas these, yeah. Yeah, there are every year cicadas, th- uh, three year, and then the 17 year, I think. But and ours Alexis. are every year, aren't they? I hear yeah. them every year. They're nonstop. They drive me crazy. Yeah, those are but, the yeah. normal ones. Yeah, these are yeah. the special, Kenny. These are the 17 year little bad oh, boys. Yeah. So it, every news station has done stories about it. CBS Sunday Morning did. And, and CBS Sunday Morning was talking about how chefs are using, people are cooking with them, no, which no. I think. No, 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 no. Thank you. No, I don't want them on a stick and no, deep fried. I don't know. No. I'm with you because no. like little like little worms and stuff that, that people eat, that's fine because they're very small. Cicadas <laughs> are large and you Being eat crunchy, with like fresh yes, fries, yeah. You eat yeah. with your eyes and nothing mm-hmm. is appetizing. I've with seen its own several eyes. <laughs> Thank you. I don't yeah, want the cicada. Thank you. Deep fried eyeballs looking back at me. Here is a here is a chef in Virginia uh-huh. walking us through how he makes tacos out of the cicadas. No, going to make a great taco. One of the great things about these are they're a great source of protein. You said great. Nice. Okay, and I'm sick of people saying that too, especially when eating bugs. They always, when people scrunch their face, they go, "Yes, but it's a great source of protein." There's a thousand other ways so I can get chicken. protein. Thank you. Right. There's a thousand right. other ways that, and I hate when people that are trying to sell you on eating bugs, bugs <laughs> use that first. Well, Jason, it's a good source Zonk, of protein, which are easily done after they've been dehydrated, and then snapping the legs off just because they're easier to eat this way okay if you have to snap the legs <laughs> off of something to make it easier to eat perhaps we shouldn't be eating it that's just me except i'm for just crabs. saying except for crabs they're very very true there is an exception for that but we eat the legs <laughs> so that's yeah. that's different too yeah but no stop just like the today show stop trying to make dylan dryer happen <laughs> uh, stop trying to make cicadas happen it's yeah. not going to happen no, I don't want to eat this. I don't no. want this showing up in food trucks. I don't Can want we, Gavin. Uh, let's arrest. Uh, this guy needs to be arrested. Can we put out a warrant? For He's in Virginia. Tobias. P- yeah. uh, Padi- uh, P- uh, Tobias. 
Uh, po Podanovo? I don't know. <laughs> Sir, you are under arrest. Yeah. Come with me. Uh-huh. And so are your parents for naming you that. Exactly. Cicadas, tacos. No. no. Two no. things no. that do not go together. Very Rejected. sorry. Rejected. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, oh, a very interesting episode of SNL for a variety of reasons. Yeah. We'll talk about all that when we were con- when we continue. Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's the first show of the new year and the Captain Antoniel do it right with their guests Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., John Biner, Muhammad Ali, and Joe Namath. It's the new 1977 Captain Antoniel. You are the apple of my Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh, quality content over there on ABC in 1973. <laughs> well, welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything Alexis is off today. But if you listen very closely, Hear the ghost of Alexis still. Oh, still stomping still, around her house. She's still stomping around her house. <laughs> there she is. She's always here. Always here. Um, SNL, Lex, go away. Uh, SNL was all new. It was the season finale this weekend. And it was, first of all, it was really good. I got to say, the, there were more, more good skits than bad skits. And also, there were a couple storylines, a, a couple interesting things that happened. First, I'm just going to say the cold open with all the cast members um, staying there talking about what an unusual year it was, which, by the way, it was an unusual cold open. But recognizing what an odd year this was to do comedy, I found it. I think I found it almost like a little fortune cookie. I think having Cecily Strong and Kate McKinnon and uh, Edie. And I, I think all of the I think all those cast members are going to be gone. I think they put them on together for a reason. Uh, Keenan, Kate, Cicely and uh, uh, Edie Bryant. I think they're all gone, which makes me yeah. very sad. That's what because- Esquire's saying as well. Oh, Esquire said that too, mm-hmm. Don. They're like, well, say goodbye to. Kate McKinnon, Cecily Strong, A.D. Bryant, Keenan Thompson, they might be leaving. They also included Pete Davidson well, in there as well. I wouldn't, wouldn't be upset about that either. Go have a career somewhere. Yeah. But these are the key people that I know their names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even just oh. having Kate McKinnon leave would be like yeah. the worst. Awful. And Keenan Thompson, he's been on the show the longest out of uh, any SNL cast member. I can't I look they've gone through this before where we've said something similar where they have a mass uh defection of of people mm-hmm. you know when when the Will Ferrell era ended people were like oh my and then the Tina uh Tina Fey and Amy Poehler era ended but this would be a substantial a loss at one time if wow. all of them leave. I mean, that is we were we will basically be starting from scratch with a whole new cast, which again, again, SNL has done. I mean, the Will Ferrell era started with basically the same thing. When Will Ferrell started that first 
season cast, they were basically new. Yeah. Um, and it took a while for us to start loving them. We may be looking at a similar scenario for the 21-22 TV season if this turns out to be the case. Because yeah. they were all very emotional. They were. Kate McKinnon was like tearing up and they yeah. were all, it seemed weird. He like, did. I don't know. Not put on at all. They were no. very serious. And more, like, look, I, I'm sure just the emotion of what they were talking about doing a comedy show in, an, in, a, in a year where, where the world's dealing with a pandemic, I'm sure the emotions got to them. But more than that, again, the staging was very interesting to me because Kate lost it. Kate kind of uh, started to cry when she said, what we've learned is we're more than a cast, we're family. And then they all kind of looked at each other. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I, this could be it. Cause these rumors have been around for a couple seasons that Kate was going to leave. So I can't Cecily believe she's thing. still there. Me too. You know, I Me mean, too. she's just so huge. Yeah. So, and yeah. then I'm surprised that Keenan Thompson would leave. He's so but, proud of the fact that he's, you know, been on this show more mm-hmm. longer than any other cast member at all. Yeah. Have uh, any Kate's, of them been in any movies? Yeah, like they all have, all of them mention, you yeah. know, Keenan has a sitcom on NBC. Uh, AD has uh, her show, which is wrapping up on Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, Kate's been in a few movies and has other projects. Cecily, uh, Cecily, I don't know how many projects. I, I can identify, I can identify the projects of the other three, but Cecily, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, she has a lot coming up, though. And maybe there's just, you know, you you hear from old cast members, and I've said it before, I've read three three books on SNL, which is so fascinating um, how they do that show. But anyway, it is a grind. I mean, it is, you hear from past cast members what a grind it is. And the, so that's why the fact that Keenan has been there for so long mm-hmm. makes me admire him even more uh, because it's not easy. It, it kind of wreaks havoc on your personal life because of the of the schedule. Um, but I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried about next year because mm-hmm. I don't really love any of the the new cast members this season. They're they're okay, but none of them none of them have really made me go. Ooh, she could be the next Kate or the next Tina, or he could be the next Chevy Chase or Bill Murray or Will or Dana Carvey. I I don't really see any of them like that. Do, do you um, think this show has run its course, Jason? Do you think it's time? Here's the deal. This that question that question is asked every time, every generation. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I I don't, Kenny. I I think I think there'll always be a place for it because just like other late night shows, it is just now at at this point, it is it is America. I mean, it is just in the fabric. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like a utility. It's like Excel Energy. You, it's, it's you turn the lights on and the lights are on. You know, you flip the switch and the lights on. I think it is just a staple, like the Tonight I, Show. That's like not the Tonight go Show. Away, yeah, just switch out hosts. I see it maybe evolving, um, and and smartly they have. I mean, they have a big digital presence. Um, Lauren, though older, is very smart. Uh, he surrounds himself with good young people, and uh, they've been able to kind of navigate those waters. But uh, no. I, 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 I think there's a couple more reinventions in there uh, before it's done. Uh, but 
people, that's you never bet against Lauren Michaels, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because people have, well, Kenny, you remember, and I remember just as a kid hearing about it, they were really, they were ringing uh, the death knell after the original cast left yeah. in, in yeah, 80. Right away. Right yeah. away, when, when they all left. And then again in the mid 80s, uh, that horrible season with Anthony Michael Hall and Julia yeah. Louis Dreyfus and Randy Quaid and yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, the most maligned season ever. Which they is th- ironic because they all went on to big, big, Isn't big it? things. Isn't that yeah. funny? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. for you youngins that are listening, you probably went, Jason, are you wrong about those names? No. There was a weird, odd season of SNL. I believe it was 85, where all of those people that I just mentioned were actually on the show. Um, Robert Downey, yeah. Julie Louis, um, uh, Randy Quaid, uh, and Anthony Michael Joan Hall. Kuzak, yeah. Joe, Joan Kuzak. Joe, Joan, yes. Which Dennis a lot, Miller, yeah. a lot of them, a lot, you know, it kind of went against the original premise of SNL, which was the not ready for primetime players. And Robert Downey Jr. had done some movies already. Anthony Michael Hall had done some teen movies. Mm-hmm. So uh, people were squawking that that cast really went against everything that SNL was supposed to be, which was kids run amok. You know, <laughs> yeah. kids got the keys to NBC <laughs> and. I'd like to see how they would do again when they had competition because, you know, we used to have other shows in living color, other sketch shows, SCTV, you know, you had other sketch shows out there. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see in living color come back. I don't know why my network, the Fox hasn't done that. Bring back all the Wayans. (laughs) the way they they all look like me now it's crazy get get back into business with them i mean they all have production companies get a whole new crop of be be what arsenio it's funny that we're talking about this because the story of late night's running and and we've been talking about every monday be what the Arsenio Hall show was to Carson. SNL has their audience. You go after a different audience. You you go after a younger demo, mm-hmm. um, and, and and do what S do what. And Living Color was so ahead of its time for the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. And all you know, a predominantly black cast uh, with a different point of view, different mm-hmm. comedy styles. Uh, it was brilliant. What, I mean, and then you've got Jim Carrey that came out of that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Randomly. Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why Fox hasn't brought it back. Yeah. Especially, you know, what I would do is, speaking to Kenny's question, if I was Fox and all of these people do leave SNL, SNL is going to be vulnerable for a good two or three seasons. Ooh, do it now. Yeah, that's then, a great idea. It's almost like politics, Jason. Yep. You you wait for blood in the water and now do an in living color and put it up against SNL. I, I, if it's ever going to be vulnerable, it's going to be vulnerable when there's a big cast turnover. Yeah. This could be it. This upcoming season They're could be it. They're probably talking about it. You never well, know. I'll I mean, I don't know people. if they'll make a new in living color, but, you know, yeah. Kids in the Hall, that was another competitive mm-hmm. show. Oh. Yep. Loved I it. Kids in the Hall so much. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, the Queen is upset. Dawn will report live from Buckingham Palace. Plus, Bachelor Pete proves once again that he's a giant douchebag. That and more when we return. Stephen Colbert just announced on Instagram that he's returning 
to the Ed Sullivan Theater, speaking of late night, with a full audience on June 14th. Cool. Wow. That just uh, dropped about 20 minutes ago. Not a half audience, not a not a weird config, a full audience. Monday, June 14th. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, Broadway's coming back in the fall. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's had an audience for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a scattered audience. Um, the other late night shows, not so much. But uh, yeah, so there we go. I can't wait to have an audience again at the show. Very excited about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I miss it. I miss it. It's, it's just a fun an end. energy that you can't really yep. replace. You can't do, nope, you can't. I love Jeff and I love the <laughs> I crew clapping, but uh, yeah. laughing at my dumb jokes, but yeah. something different. Six uh, 6.48 is the time. Why is the queen upset, Don? Uh, the queen is upset, according to InStyle, um, the, that publication, because of the Apple TV Plus show that Harry is doing. Now, this is two months after his revealing interview with Oprah, you mm-hmm. know, where there was a lot said about the royal family, that whole tell-all, where Oprah actually said, what? At some what? point, like Mariah Carey, yes. Um, so this is called The Me You Can't See. Mm-hmm. And it's about his former life as a royal. Uh, and this is just a show about him. And he is, I guess, saying a lot of things uh, about the way he was raised, um, uh, just, you know, that his parents were raised the same way, and whenever he sort of fought back about it, his dad would pretty much say, this is how I was brought up, and this is how you will be brought up. Um, And so there wasn't a lot of compassion there when it came to a closeness, or not that they weren't ever close, but it was just pretty much... The idea that um, you don't have a choice in this, like we're not going to yeah. do things different, even if we didn't like it. Yeah, because if you've watched The Crown, Charles didn't have a great nope. upbringing, and you know it seems like The Crown obviously is not a, a documentary, but it's as close as we can get mm-hmm. to what they really felt and the facts about how he was brought up, and it wasn't good, you know. So this is a uh, this is a. Uh, kind of strange that um you know this is coming out and she's just upset about it almost as upset or even more with this show i didn't even know the show existed so i'll have to check it out on apple well, yeah, tv plus yeah it's the documentary we played the trailer uh last week this is the the dealio that he's that he did with oprah because oprah wrote a book of the same name so he is featured. I've I've seen a portion of it, mm. and Gaga's in it. Glenn Close. Oh, um, yeah. So it's not just Harry. It's all of them speaking about their struggle with mental health. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and what their particular challenges are. A clip that was circulating over the weekend from the special that got a lot of play was Oprah uh, revealing, and I, you know. For a whole new audience that don't that doesn't remember this, you know, Oprah revealed on live television one of the first, if not the first, TV star to do this. In the middle of a show about sexual abuse, Oprah was listening to a woman talk about her sexual abuse, and Oprah revealed her uh, that she was molested by a relative. Well, she goes back through that story and reveals more about being raped and molested by, um, I think, a family friend and a relative. Mm-hmm. And so she shares her story. Uh, William, I'm, I'm sorry, Harry shares his. And, you know, for 
for the Queen's generation, I mean, heavens to Murgatroyd, you certainly, you didn't air the dirty laundry, and no. you certainly didn't talk about mental health. I mean, no. you get, the Royals never talked about that. but They didn't. But Harry does, and um, it's his story to tell. I found this, this the clips that I've seen of Harry, um, it's captivating. And it you, 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 you can't deny his story. I mean, again, I just go back, and he references this. I go back to, and I will say to the constant uh, stories about him, it does make you just go, okay, okay, we've heard enough, even though I'm firmly on his side. But I still go back to, you, you can't discount the pain of somebody who had, as a child, had to walk behind the coffin mm. of their mother, yeah. you know, um, in public. I can't imagine the mental gymnastics as a kid you had to go through you've lost your mom and you have to deal with that grief in public because in front of right, people right because it's all about the pomp and circumstance and yeah. um that their entire lives belong to the people yeah even in their darkest moments they have to share everything especially yeah. to let the people mourn with mm-hmm. no consideration over what the children are feeling. That yeah. was horrifying. And yeah. I guess he says uh, in the one of the episodes, just because you suffered, it doesn't mean that your kids have to suffer. In fact, quite the opposite. If you suffer, mm-hmm. do everything you can to make sure that whatever experiences, negative experiences that you had, you can make it right for your kids. And that yeah, doesn't you, necessarily mean like, well, I'm going to give them everything and, and they end up being spoiled. We're not talking about that. We're talking about things that make them suffer or feel unloved, you know? Well, yeah, you, you would hope that a, the parent would break the chain, as they say. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I would say if I did have a kid, I would I would do that. With Milo, mm-hmm. my hypothetical child, I wasn't close to my dad at all. Yeah. You know, my dad was embarrassed of me. Um, we never really talked. Right. Um, I felt his embarrassment. I know for myself, I would try to break that chain with little Milo. I would probably go the opposite way. I, you know. Yeah. I would probably smother that poor kid. Yes. <laughs> and I, as a kid, didn't have any privacy. You know, oh. it was like, you know, always, you know, either my sisters reading my diary or my mom, oh. you know. And so for me, oh I oh. and I, there was never like you can have your door closed and everything is private to you. It's that just didn't exist for me. So I wanted to make sure and do that for my daughter. I never read any of her journals. I let her things be private for her, her poetry, yeah. just like, come on. Can I ask you, I, I don't think we've ever talked, mo- and if you don't want to, don't worry no, about it's it. fine. Did you know that your mom was reading your diary? And if so, when did you find that out? Oh, like 11. I mean, these oh are the things goodness. I was sharing, you know, in passing notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like, dear diary, before passing notes, when we did all of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because she would mention things and, you know. It's just, so she told you, like, she wasn't even hiding the fact that she was reading your diaries. She would say things and then sort of, gosh, my mom, you know, it's just that generation. Mm-hmm. She would do little like, oh, I I'm don't not well, shaming your mom. Please, miss, yeah, I, don't, I, I I'm hope not you don't either, think I'm, because, yeah. you know, she didn't even have a mom growing up, so yes. she had no roadmap. <laughs> um, but she would just sort of like mention things like. We used to have skating parties and things for school on Fridays when we were out of school. And she'd be like, 
Mm, I don't think you should go to that. No. If, if you know, it looks like your little crush is probably going to be there and maybe you just need to focus on your work or whatever. And oh, then so it's she like, would drop little tidbits yeah, that were in the diaries. But then she would just sort of look away, like, but she wouldn't say, I read your diary and. But that's the only reason how, way, the way she would know. Oh. And she worked at the school that I went to, so that didn't help. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> and then there's that, too. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, a little TV taste test, Would You Rather? And we have a fun friend's prize to give away. You'll see yeah. what it is in the 7 o'clock hour. Stay right there. We'll be back after this. Stay.